Welcome to the Yogi Fuel Podcast, the podcast that's all about up-leveling your health, your practice, and your consciousness. We'll be taking the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science, having conscious conversations with spiritual thought leaders and alternative health professionals, and sometimes just me sharing my own experiences and knowledge to support you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Melissa Singh, and this is the Yogi Fuel Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Before I get into today's topic, I have some exciting news. So first things first, if you haven't already heard, um, I'm going to India for six months, which is pretty crazy. I think I might actually do like a full podcast episode sharing with you guys about that and what that's going to look like. So I'm going to India. Um, Let me know if you guys would be down to hear a full podcast about the fact that I'm going to be moving to and living in India across the globe for six months because I'm into it and I'm here for it. Um, The second piece of exciting news is that I am accepting new applications into the Yogi Fuel Method, which is my one-on-one coaching program where I use Ayurveda and modern science and nutrition protocols to create a wicked protocol for you to increase your energy and handle anxiety with ease. So if you're struggling with energy, you're struggling with anxiety, this program could be perfect for you. So I'm going to post the link to apply in like the show notes here. And yeah, we can see if if it works for you. And then the third exciting thing is we just finished the Yogi Fuel Detox. It was amazing. People loved it. And so many people have reached out and said that they want to do the detox, but they just couldn't do it with the group. So I'm leaving it open. I'm leaving it open for enrollment. I'm leaving it open for anyone and everyone who wants to come in and do the cleanse and the detox on their own time. That is open. So I'll also put the link to that in the show notes as well. All right. So those are my three announcements and now I can get on with the show. So today the topic of conversation is Vata Dosha and specifically um, how to balance Vata Dosha specifically in Vata season, which is the season we're in now, um, especially in North America. Um, How do we balance Vata Dosha in this season and why is that so important for our energy levels and our anxiety? And I just want to note as well, this is important even if you're Prakriti, like your natural born constitution, even if you're not Vata in nature, like if that's not your dosha, you still want to pay attention to this because Vata is the dosha behind the other doshas. It is the dosha that controls the other two doshas. So Vata dosha is associated with the air and ether element, and it has the qualities of rough, dry, cold, and movement. And it's that movement. It's that prana. It's the force behind the other two doshas. And it's the dosha. Like I said, it's air and ether. It's really light. It is mobile in nature. It is the dosha that's going to get out of balance. That's going to get out of whack before the other two. And it's going to get out of whack. Like it's very easy to, um, to throw Vata out of balance if we're not careful. And so right now we're in the beginning of Vata season. So not only have we moved, movement is Vata, moved from like summer into fall, winter, like that movement in itself is Vata. We've moved into weather that has the qualities of Vata, that cold, dry, rough, right? If we look outside, like here in Toronto, the leaves are rough and they're dry and it's cold and it's like 
windy and mobile outside. These are the qualities of vata dosha. And so many of us in this time, we might be experiencing a vata imbalance. Okay. So if you're feeling things like anxiety, fear, a general sense of like ungroundedness, if you're constantly tired, if you feel like your thoughts are just like all over the place, you feel like your energy is just scattered in like a million directions. That's a vata imbalance on a sort of mental level. On a physical level, you might be experiencing more gas. You might have dry skin. You might have dry eyes, just general dryness, like roughness of the skin. Those are things that are vata, that are signs of a vata imbalance. And so I want to talk about this in the context of energy, like I said, because I think it's so interesting, you know, when we think about Ayurveda, it's like Ayurveda can help with so many different things. We can, you know, have Ayurveda for skincare. We can have Ayurveda for fertility. We can have Ayurveda for so many things. But my thing, my specialty, what I'm really good at is Ayurveda for energy and anxiety. And I want to talk to you in this episode about how anxiety actually drains your energy. And the underlying issue with anxiety is a vata imbalance and how that is draining your energy. So when we look at the nature of vata, if we look at the way that vata moves, right? Vata, first of all, vata is movement, but the way that vata energy moves is like up and out. So this can be a good thing if we're tapped into, you know, like our creativity. So vatas by nature are very creative. They're very expressive. They're into arts. They're into music. They can flow. And that's really good, right? Like if you think about vatas, if we're creative, we're in our head and we're thinking of all these really abstract ideas. So that's like vata's superpower. But vata's kryptonite is that like it lacks this container for all of that creative, all of that up and out energy. So when you think about it, literally the way that Vata loses energy is it just like escapes us, right? It's just that like our energy is going up and out and into all of these different things. And in order to um, reclaim that energy, we need to create some sort of container, some sort of grounding to keep that energy within us. And if you really think about it, right, if we think about anxiety, if we think about these constant thoughts, it's like those are things that we're giving our energy to. We're giving our energy to those, that constant stream of thoughts in our head that might be thinking fearful things or, you know, judging ourselves or, you know, just going down that anxious sort of spiraling rabbit hole. We're giving our energy to that. Or like I said, Vata Dosha energy is up and out. We're giving our energy to like a bunch of different things and we're not picking one thing. So Vatas can be super indecisive and maybe you're kind of feeling into that energy during this season. So I wanted to give you guys a couple of tips and things that you can do to help to sort of ground and create a container for that like crazy Vata energy during the season. Okay. So the first thing that you can do is to try and favor moist and warm foods. So again, if we look at, and I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast or not, but Ayurveda is super simple, right? It rests on the principle of like increases like and opposites balance. So if Vata is cold and dry and rough, then we want to bring in the opposite qualities of that to create balance. So we're going to want to eat when, when, when we look at food, right? We want to bring in warm foods, foods that are going to make us feel warm. And we actually intuitively do this right right now in this season, you know, we want those warm sort of like butternut squash soup or like shepherd's pie, just things that are really grounding in nature. And so I made a post the other day about, you know, the PSL and the PSL is actually quite Ayurvedic, right? If we look at the vegetables that are seasonally available right now, they're root vegetables and root vegetables ground us, right? 
So the PSL has a root vegetable in it. It's got all of these great warming spices. So we can use spices in our food to, you know, create more warmth in the food. We can actually have, um, food that is physically warm, (laughs) um, to bring that quality in. And that's also going to help with digestion because vatas tend to have erratic digestion. So we want to do things like consume warm foods. When we cook foods, we actually pre-digest them slightly. Like not we pre-digest them, but cooking pre-digests food. It makes it easier on the digestive system. So that's something that we want to really focus on this season is eating things that are simple to digest. And always something that I recommend to my clients and anyone I talk to, I feel like I bang on about this in social media, but favoring seasonal fruits and vegetables is key because nature provides us with exactly what we need to create balance and harmony in whatever season we're in. So favoring a local seasonal diet is going to be key for you in terms of balancing your vata. And I always say this, but creating balance within our dosha, it actually starts with food. It starts within our physical body. And once we have sort of mastered that physical level, we can start to go deeper. I mean, we can do things sort of um, simultaneously, but we need to work on that vessel as well. We don't want to ignore the vessel of our physical body. We want to honor that our body is a tool to support us in creating deeper balance. So my next tip for you guys is to do abhyanga more often. So abhyanga is the Ayurvedic practice of self-massage. Um, and it's basically just oiling the entire body with intentionality and it's such a beautiful practice. And it's something that I like to do actually more in the fall and winter when it's colder, because it's a really grounding practice and it really supports the obviously like moisturization of the skin, but it also helps us to create like a deep level of connection with ourself. So the word snehana means to oil, but it also means to love. And so when we oil the body, like Ayurveda is all about oil. (laughs) Ayurveda has like an oil for like literally every part of the body pretty much. Um, But to oil means to love. And when we are intentional and we massage our entire body with oil, we're really connecting with ourselves and connection is huge and so important for grounding. So we're literally connecting to our physical body and we're grounding ourselves. We're, we're, we're connecting to that very physical element of our being. And that can be hugely grounding and calming and supportive for Vata Dosha. And it's something that can help to keep our energy within us instead of allowing it to sort of just like escape out of us. And my final tip is to practice meditation daily. And I'm actually going to um, extrapolate that to just like do your sadhana daily, right? Create that container for your practice, create that container for your awareness. Like I said, Vata is all about creating a container. Vata is so powerful, but it needs a container and we need to build that container for ourselves. And a practice is a really important tool to create that container. And that practice could be meditation. It could be asana. It could be pranayama. It could be whatever your sadhana, your personal sadhana is. Could be mantra, could be bhakti, like whatever it is, you do the work of creating that container daily. All right. So those are my three tips for you. They're really simple. This is like a pretty short episode. I wanted to keep it concise and I wanted to keep it like simple for you guys. Like these are some three simple tips that you can use this fall. You can use these tips whenever you're experiencing like a Vata type imbalance. So like I said, if you're ever feeling super anxious or fearful or just like ungrounded, like your energy's all over the place. Um, and that has you feeling tired and burnt out. Try implementing these things into your life and see how it goes. Now, the unfortunate thing is that these aren't just like a magic pill. It's not like, oh, I'm feeling anxiety and I'm just going to like 
do these things that Mel said in her podcast, it really is a practice. Ayurveda is as much a practice as your yoga practice, as your meditation practice. Like it really is a lifestyle that you need to implement. And oftentimes, and sometimes it's not as clear cut as like, oh, I'm a Vata, do X, Y, and Z. It really is so individual to the unique person because not every Vata is the same, not every Pitta is the same, and not every Kapha is the same. And so people tell me all the time they feel overwhelmed. They feel overwhelmed by Ayurveda and they, you know, they don't really know where to start. They don't know what to do for them. And so if that is you and you are struggling with anxiety and you do feel depleted and just like exhausted and you're needing a little bit more support, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, I am accepting some applications for, um, the Yogi feel method for my one-on-one program spots are limited. So if you're interested, um, you can shoot me a message or I'm going to put the application form in the show notes and just fill out the application and like, let's chat and see if it's a good fit for you or if it's something that, you know, maybe isn't a good fit or if it's not the right time or whatever, let's just like hop on a call and chat about it and see where you're at. All right. I think that's all I have to say about this episode. Um, of course, if you liked it, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast, that would mean so much to me. Um, leave it a review, give it a like, if you would share this with your people, I would be so grateful. Um, if you have any suggestions on topics or things you want me to talk about, I am always up for suggestions. I do this for you. I do this to give you great information. So I'm always wanting to know what you are wanting to hear. And if you want to be on my podcast, if you want to be featured or you have someone that you think should be featured, do send me an email to hello at melissasing.com. And I'm happy to see if it's a good fit. And if you're not already following along on Instagram, you can, I'm over there at Yogi Fuel posting hilarious stories on the daily and some great other Ayurvedic, yogic, Yogi Fuel inspired tips and recipes and all of that good stuff. So go over there and check it out. All right. That is literally, that is actually all I have. I feel like I always say like, that's all I've got. And then I like say this little spiel. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, that's actually all I've got. So this is actually it. I actually have nothing left to say to you (laughs) and I'm signing off. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you enjoy this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.